Chapter 2 Gooseberry Fools The next day at school, I was wandering along the corridor with Miss from Rubes, feeling nervous and excited that I might see Sandy. Look, Jelly! Miff shouted, pointing at a poster. Sandy's band's playing! Miff is fairly untalented at most things, but she is very good at shouting. So MG! Live gig! In front of our home crowd. Friday, 6pm. Sandy Blatch sings and plays keyboard in So MG, an OMG tribute band. OMG had been our favourite band along with six million other silly girls. But since Buster Bauble, the lead singer, and Sandy Lookalike, had left to go solo, OMG had got a bit rubbish, and we went off them a bit. Buster Bauble's solo career hadn't worked out, and he'd gone a bit wild, then sunk into obscurity. And then OMG had split up. We were standing staring at the poster when Sandy suddenly appeared beside us. Oh, hi, Sandy! Jelly's really pleased with her Valentine's Day card. Is she? Who does she think it's from? You, of course, Durbrain. Well, I, uh, um, I didn't realise it was Valentine's Day till I got this. I was hoping it was from you, Jelly. No, that's Cicely Fanshawe's writing. I know because I copy her in geography. That was annoying. Cicely Vanshaw is the most competitive girl in the school. Even though she was small, she always won everything by sheer determination. Running races, the shot put, the high jump, the triple jump. And now she was interested in boys, she was probably going to apply the same willpower to that. I felt a little anxious. She would probably try to steal Sandy away from me. Not that he was really mine to begin with. After Sandy's band did the music at my mum's wedding at the end of the summer and Sandy had admired my ears and pretty much said he liked me, I'd gone very embarrassed and made a muck-up of everything. The first week back at school for the autumn term, I kept surreptitiously looking around for him. And whenever I saw his scarf out of the corner of my eye, it was very bright and stripy, I would studiously look at anything rather than him. And if I saw his scarf coming my way, I would turn on my heels and hurry off. Then one day, Sandy's best friend and guitarist in So MG, Benji Butler, caught me coming out of the girls' toilets and presented me with the scarf. I went extremely red, but took the scarf and gave him mine, slightly wishing I hadn't wiped poached egg off my chin with it earlier at breakfast. I hurried off to a dark corner of the corridor and sniffed it. It smelt of sandy. At our school, wearing each other's scarves means you are going out with each other, which very rarely means going out anywhere, or staying in anywhere, or in fact even speaking to each other. But Sandy had other ideas. He actually did seem to want to go out with me. Every few weeks he would have another bash, but I always made an excuse and said no. Unsurprisingly... After a few months, he slightly gave up and cooled off, though we were still wearing each other's scarves. And then, of course, I deeply regretted being so shy and wished I'd said yes at least once. But now, Sandy said, Anyway, I'm glad I ran into you, Jelly.
I was wondering if you'd like to come to our gig on Friday. A date? He was asking me on another date. So this time, instead of saying no out of embarrassment like I normally would, I said yes in an embarrassed way. Rube said, I suppose no one's interested in an OMG tribute band now the real OMG have split up. Well, Sandy smiled, we've got a small local following of ex-OMG fans who come along to our gigs. And why don't you two come as well? No, they don't want to come. Yes, we do. Great, he said and walked off whistling. See you at the gig, Sandy. Yeah, see you at the gig. I pretended to be annoyed that Miff and Rubes had invited themselves on my date, but really I was relieved. What if Sandy took me?